Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Roshan. Today we're picking up a new sport, aren't we? Yeah, you're making this a habit now, Elliot. You're making me learn so much on hey, this Sports Minutes you, episode. You started it. <laughs> you started it. <laughs> to be fair, we're, do, we're doing the good work of trying to bring light yeah. on these I dare say lesser known sports, but once I mentioned the sport, I think you'll realize it's quite the household name. Well, um, it, it, I never picked up the sport. I always thought it was one-sided tennis, which it's not. It's not fair to say that. But I did have some teachers in school. I don't know if it's a generation thing, right? They loved to play squash simply mm. because we had a squash court in school. Mm, mm. And it seems like a real good cardio workout, right? Oh, because yeah. I've got some friends who invited me for a round of squash. Yeah. Off the record, I'm not very good at racket games. You got squashed. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Didn't take you long. But oh, yes, gosh. so I've been away from it, but I'm excited to find out all about it. Oh, I tell you what, it's the best time to find out about it because uh, we've got the Singapore Squash Open. Uh, that is taking place this week all the way till the 19th of November. And on the line with us, two guests. Uh, the first one is the world number one, wow. Ali Farag. Ali, good evening. How are you? I'm good evening. It's great to talk to you. Thank you so much, Ali. And joining him is our local squash player, a bit of a veteran as well, Marcus Poir. Marcus, good evening. How are you? Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Ali, Marcus, excellent to have you ahead of what is a pivotal and exciting week for squash here in Singapore. Ali, we'll start with you. You missed out on the event last year due to an injury. What are you most looking forward to in the Lion City? Yeah, I was really gutted not to be here last year because uh, I've heard how great of a country Singapore is and um, how great the tournament is organized so my wife is here she made it to the final and I was really looking forward I was waiting for a full year to come back and thankfully this year I was able to make it and uh, it hasn't disappointed so far uh, people are super nice we had an opening ceremony yesterday it was amazing uh, everything about it really is nice so I can't wait to get started tomorrow should be quite exciting to see you on the court as well, Ali. Marcus, over to you. You are a wildcard entry for this tournament. Uh, a bit of a veteran in the sport as well. Tell us a little bit about your journey in squash so far. Yeah, so I uh, don't want to give away my age too much, but I've been playing squash for about 25 years. Uh, I picked up the sport uh, from my dad who played squash. Uh, I, I learned about the sport because he was playing squash with his friends at uh, the squash court at our condo downstairs. And the rest is history. So I've been uh, privileged to represent Singapore for about 25 years now um, in the Sea Games and most recently in the Asian Games. So um, that's, it's always great to be able to uh, don the national colors. Uh, what I really also enjoy is um, making a lot of friends along the way over the years. Uh, and, you know, I wouldn't uh, trade this for anything else. Now, Marcus, you had me intrigued slightly when you said you don't want to give away your age, but I did a quick Google search. You are only 34 years young, so no worries there. Ali, quickly coming to you, what is your favourite part of the Professional Squash Association World Tour? Well, uh, so many things, to be honest. I mean, uh, how, many, how many people have the privilege to uh, turn a life on hobby into a profession? I've always grown up loving the sport and being a big fan. So uh, to be able to turn that into my full-time profession uh, is, is amazing. But then you also get to to uh, tour the world, uh, new people, new cultures, and uh, and uh, I'm also privileged that I have my wife who's a top player as well, so we get to travel the world together, which is brilliant. Uh, but if I'm being honest, if I have to pick one thing that I love the most about the world tour is winning matches. I mean, the more uh, top players win matches, the happier they are. So this is what I try to do day in and day out. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's hard to be the person, so there is nothing really not to like about the 
That's what every sports player says, right? The best part about any sport is winning matches. I'm sure, Marcus, you know all about that. It is quite amazing. Marcus, um, I want to get your thoughts as well uh, about being part of the World Tour. And I guess more importantly, with the Singapore Squash Open taking place this week, what do you think we can expect? Share with us your thoughts. Yeah, I think uh, it's really exciting to welcome the world's top players like Ali uh, into Singapore. I think the squash community is uh, really anticipating a week long of uh, really high quality squash, and hopefully, and um, you know, everyone will be able to enjoy uh, the tournament. And uh, yeah, everyone is looking forward to it. It's the second year that we have it here in Singapore. Uh, yeah, looking forward to a week of great squash and, uh, you know, just the whole squash community being able to gather at the arena and catch up as friends as well. Marcus, I want to stay with you for this one. What are your thoughts on the rise in the popularity of the sport? You mentioned being involved in squash for a long, long time. Yeah, I, I think uh, over the years, uh, squash in Singapore has been on the rise. Uh, we actually see a lot of people picking up the sport. Uh, it's really difficult to book a squash court uh, at some of the peak hours uh, these days. So, yeah, you know, recently we had a squash drive and there were so many kids that were trying out the sport and and hoping to pick up the sport and learn the sport. Yeah, so it's uh, really uh, heartening to see uh, that, you know, the masses are coming back and, and it's a sport that everyone uh, wants to pick up. Mm, for sure. Uh, Ali, l- let me get your thoughts on this. Uh, the, the rise in the popularity of, of, of squash, what more do you think can be done for it? Well, as you said, the, the Professional Squash Association has done an amazing work, an amazing job of to uh, grow our sport and, and get it to the stages and play a beautiful game. And I think also more people uh, need to know about it and uh, to be familiarized with uh, I mean, uh, and you have individual, collective, and collective efforts as well, like the Singapore Squash Association here, being very keen to bring in uh, a world-class event in Singapore, the biggest uh, tournament in Southeast Asia, which is brilliant for us to have. But obviously, with the technology and advancements to the Squash TV, and uh, with reaching out to have the PSA Foundation now that reaches out to uh, less privileged people in different uh, parts of the world as well, all of these things help really grow uh, the popularity of our game. And now with the inclusion of, of our sport in the 2028 uh, uh, Olympic Games, uh, hopefully this is going to start an even uh, better and, and new era for, uh, for our youth sport. Yeah, Ali, you mentioned Squatch is going to be part of the 2028 Olympic Games. It's been a 20-year journey. I want to ask, what was your initial reaction to this? And I know it's about five years out. Do you see yourself taking part in it? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, obviously, I was thrilled to, to hear the news. I mean, it's something that we've been... You say 20 years, I think I've been, I'm, I'm 31 years old, and I think ever since I can remember, we've been trying to get into the Olympics. And yeah. uh, it's, a, it's a testament to how much we've grown the sport that now they've included it in the Olympic Games in 2028. Uh, I think it's, it's the dream of any athlete in any sport to, uh, uh, to play uh, uh, at such a, a huge stage, uh, the, the world's elite stage, uh, elite, most elite stage in, in sport, which is the Olympic Games. Uh, will I take part in it? Obviously, it's four or five years down the line. The more don't think you know where life is going to take me. Will I be in a good shape at the time? I'll definitely try. Uh, but uh, whether it's me or someone else, uh, I'm just very happy to see my sport uh, 
speaking Portuguese Olympics. Five years. You never know where life's going to take you. I like that. <laughs> exactly. But here's to hoping, right? Marcus, similar yeah. sort of question to you in terms of the inclusion of squash at the Olympic Games. What impact do you think this inclusion will have on the sport in general? And why is it so important that it got that inclusion? Yeah, I think um, definitely being part of the biggest multi-sport event in the world um, will definitely help to raise the profile of the sport. Uh, you will see more investment uh, coming into you know, uh, elevate the profile of the sport. Um, so as a squash fan, you know, uh, that, um, I'm really happy to see that. And, you know, like what Ali mentioned, it has been so many years in the making to try to get squash in our Olympic team. So really happy that that happened. Uh, I mean, um, also really happy for, you know, the players like Ali because uh, sometimes they don't get the credit they deserve. They are such amazing athletes and, you know, they really de- deserve to be part of that uh, big event as well. Yeah, uh, I want to get both your thoughts on this. Uh, just a final question. Uh, what do you think uh, squash needs to do to stay in the Olympic program beyond 2028? Ali, can we hear from you first? Uh, I mean, I'm going to give a very simple answer. I think they, they will want us to stay because of how this our sport is. Just by watching it there, the IOC will want us to continue because it's such an exciting sport. It's got all the elements uh, and, uh, a sport is looking for, the stamina, the endurance, the speed, the skill, the technical capabilities, everything you're looking at. You, you, the, it's full chess on legs. So you need a, lot, a very high IQ to play chess and you need a lot of... Uh, a lot of stamina and a lot of ability to be able to play uh, uh, any sport on legs. So it's a mix between both, which I think is brilliant for anyone to watch. I think uh, just showcasing our sport and the best players of the world uh, uh, being on the Olympic stage, I think the IOC will be very keen on, on for us to return back again the following the following Olympics. Marcus, can we get your thoughts on uh, what squash needs to do to stay in the Olympic program beyond 2028? And do you think squash is actually, you've got to be a bit of a mathematician to play, don't you? Looking at angles and all that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think um, if we can continue to have uh, a lot of major events in different countries, uh, I, I think that would definitely, definitely help to um, uh, expand the reach of squash. You know, squash uh, the squash court... Uh, 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 events are played in some of some of the most iconic venues in the world, like the Grand Central Station in New York or by the pyramids in, in Egypt. So, uh, if we can continue to have more events in even more iconic places around the world, uh, I, I think that will definitely help to, you know, boost the international profile of squash. And uh, you know, yeah, that shows that squash is a worldwide uh, sport, and that will help. Uh, I think in our bid to stay in the Olympic program. Excellent. We've been speaking to Marcus and Ali. Marcus, poor Singapore squash player. Ali Farag, world number one squash player ahead of the Singapore Squash Open 2023. That's happening right here this week. Thank you so much, gentlemen. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.